It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio and also Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from. Well, it's Tuesday, the 3rd of May for 2022. Coming up, we have the third episode from Domain's report that we have been highlighting with Nicola Powell. And this morning, we're going to be taking a look at Canberra, Hobart and Darwin markets. We've already covered off the metros like Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane. And if you missed the earlier two episodes, all you have to do is go back to the weekend's podcasts and you will find them on Saturday and Sunday's podcasts. So that is coming up very shortly. But first, let's check out the weather around Australia. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. And first to Sydney, expecting a mainly fine day today, a high of 24 degrees. Melbourne, partly cloudy and becoming a little bit windy with 21 degrees. Brisbane, also cloudy patches and 25. And Perth this morning, expecting possible smoke again with a high of 23 degrees. If you've got a question that needs answering, you can email us at myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. Well, Bill Gates is in the news making predictions that we might not have seen the worst of the virus yet. He says we're still at risk of this pandemic generating a variant that would be even more transmissive and even more fatal. Although the good news is that he says it's not likely and he doesn't want to be the voice of doom and gloom, but he does say that it's way above a 5% risk that this pandemic we haven't seen the worst yet. And Gates also threw a bit of praise on Australia's COVID response. He says Australia's ability to quickly implement restrictions allowed it to suppress COVID cases early on. He went on to say that if every country does what Australia did, then you wouldn't be calling the next outbreak a pandemic. And of course, you only need to really look at America to see the other side of the coin and how badly it can go. Well, the first quarter of 2020 has posted a stronger result around inflation, which of course means that the Reserve Bank of Australia is under increasing pressure to raise the cash rate. And joining me later on this week is going to be CoreLogic's Head of Research, Eliza Owen, to discuss this, and also drilling down and looking at some of their findings. We feature market updates, interviews and trends. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. In Canberra, it's been pretty eye-watering in terms of the level of price growth. We've seen house prices rise 45% since March 2020, which is the second highest rate of growth compared to all of our other capital cities behind only Hobart, which is up by 46% since March 2020. I think what I would say for Canberra, it is a stark difference. It really shows that the slowdown is occurring and we're seeing momentum loss because prior to this, house prices has risen for seven consecutive quarters. So it is, it is a stark difference. The fact, house prices have fallen over the quarter. We're starting to see that rebalance of supply and demand. I think affordability is constraining buyers. And I think that we're, you know, we are starting to see new listings lift. So it is giving a bit more choice on the market. 
And if you're in Hobart and Darwin, don't worry, we've just about got to you. Firstly, though, let's get to Hobart, where house prices hit a record high with an increase of 4.3% over the last quarter. On the contrary, the unit prices fell by 2.3%. Despite the record high house prices, the quarterly price growth is losing momentum. So tell us a little bit more about that uh, from Hobart. So record-breaking houses have really been a persistent feature for Hobart since around mid-2020. Prices are still growing, but what we have seen, and this is similar to other, you know, other capital cities, it looks like that peak rate of price growth has passed. It's passed its peak rate of quarterly growth and also losing momentum in terms of its annual rate of growth. Um, but values have risen. You know, they've sharply risen um, across all price points, which really suggests that there is a broad spectrum of buyers active uh, in Hobart. We have seen unit prices fall, but unit prices have had three back-to-back quarters of extreme price growth above uh, around that kind of 10% each quarter. Um, so, you know, I think what we've seen is a phenomenal period of growth for the unit market in Ho- in Hobart um, and a bit of a pullback. And I think we've seen consistent record-breaking prices uh, in Hobart. You know, it has been a persistent feature in the Hobart housing market. And, you know, one of those things is lifestyle, lower density cities has really been a key feature for buyer activity. And I think, you know, while Hobart is at a record high, when you look at that median, it's just below 760000 That is an attractive price for anybody moving from a higher priced capital city on the mainland, so Sydney, Melbourne or, or Canberra. You know, it does offer affordability and a lifestyle for those interstate movers. And finally, we're up to Darwin, where house and unit prices fell by 1.8% and 0.5% respectively over the last quarter. And that's for the first time since prior to the pandemic, despite producing the strongest rate of annual growth in roughly 17 years and the highest medium price since 2015. So what's going on in Darwin? I think we're starting to see a build-up of supply. So what that tells us is there's fewer buyers in the market than there once were, and there's more people listing their homes for sale. And one of those key turns in a market is when you start to see a build-up of supply, because it really indicates that market dynamics are changing. And I think that increased supply is really creating more options for buyers and ensuring, you know, sellers' price expectations are remaining realistic. I think, you know, what we saw since the pandemic is a sharp turnaround in Darwin's market because prior to the pandemic, um, Darwin was seeing a multi-year downturn. And I think there is an element Part of the demand in Darwin was temporary because I think, you know, we saw people relocate during the pandemic. Uh, Perhaps it was temporary nature. We also saw, particularly in cities like Darwin, that it kept people within Darwin longer than they perhaps initially had anticipated. And I think now that we've got borders down and now we're, you know, got high vaccination rates, we're seeing that flow of population uh, again, you know, leave Darwin. And I think, you know, we're starting now to see that come out in over overall price growth for that market. How long does it take you to do one of these reports? I I should ask that because it's quite comprehensive. (laughs) (laughs) 
they're very comprehensive. And, you know, I think that's the great thing about these reports is, you know, we do Australia wide, we do capital cities, and we also drill down even, you know, to, you know, a sub geographic level, um, what is called SA4, SA3, we do LGAs, we also do suburbs. It helps us build up a really robust picture of what's going on across our market, both at an entry price point and upper end of the market to really have a deep understanding. And we pair it with, you know, market statistics such as listings, such as buyer demand, auction clearance rates to help us piece together a picture overall of the health of our capital city markets across Australia. Well, hat off to you because the way that you've explained this is remarkable really because there's quite a bit of in-depth things that you have gone into, but you've managed to do that for all of the the regions, the metro cities, etc. And I'm going to be with a lot of interest looking forward to just seeing what that next quarter does. Look, I am too. It's it's certainly been a wild ride for our housing market during this upswing. And I think, you know, now we're seeing that pace ease and we're seeing better, you know, buying conditions and that momentum come out. I think it's going, you know, the next few quarters and particularly what happens with interest rates is going to be one to watch. Nicola, thank you so much for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast. Thanks so much for having me on. It's been such a pleasure. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.